Peace, peace, peace. I hope everyone can hear me. Is your humble guest, current resident, and the master's student, master's student, Crib Jesus, the blue god. Uh, better known, I feel I'm better known as Crib Jesus, of course, but I'll rather known King L. You dig what I'm saying? I didn't choose this, it just came to me. Now, as we always do, we have to do the first to show up, go up. Oh, we got a lot of people here today. They're excited about this. Shara King Black, salute to the king. Yes, we're here for, uh, you know we're here for, just in case they didn't know, we're here for Malcolm X, the black god. Woo! You can't stutter on that. That's heat. That's real heat right there. That's real heat right there. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I keep saying heat because y'all know what I want to do when I say that. I want to drop a bomb. Now, just to give respect to more of those through the door, we have, as always, my brother Chris King. Peace and love to the guys, of course. We have Sean P, the Aborigine. Peace. We got Robert Johnson. Okay. We got a lot of fellas and the students up in here. Let's see if we can get it. Oh, we got Ray. We got Super. We got so many. But look, the point is, though, we got this. And I am so ready to get started. You know what I mean? Because if you really think about it, y'all hear me talking about the 5% nation of guys and herbs. Y'all hear me talking about the NOI nation of Islam. Y'all hear me talking about the Moorish Science Temple. Y'all hear me talking about something called the Black Illuminati. That's kind of what I sum it up with, right? Or that's kind of what I'm a part of, right? But did y'all know, how many of y'all know that the Black Illuminati actually kind of begins with Malcolm X? You gotta wiggle, you gotta move, you gotta finesse, you gotta tap in. <laughs> that part. Gold chains, heads wrapped like a Saudi Tap in with the locs We the black Illuminati We be posted at Lemur Park Hustling, catching bodies A dripping OT Thirsty peaches flew to Saudi Money schemes My niggas had dreams of riding Bugattis Now it's four finger rings Supreme with kings around me Watch me turn the metaphysical to physical It's not just lyrical, it's literal These guns get rid of you, the spiritual Spit out, let drip off a nigga lip But get up in you and rip you up Like a hundred hollow tips Bismillah, Erak, Mairaheem Prophet Noble Drew Ali, Elijah Muhammadin Had a dream last night on some other shit Farrakhan and Malcolm X pulled up in the mothership Talking about UFOs, black kings and queens That was rich as fuck swimming in pools of gold But niggas like you don't wanna hear that though You were descended of one of them snitches Or dudes that told a white man about All the fucking jewels and gold And that's how everybody in the crew got sold Fucking blabber. Mouth. I don't like his type, pull that ratchet out, we tapping in All these bitch niggas doing is tapping out, tapping out, tapping out, tapping out, tapping out, tapping out. Gold chains, heads wrapped like a Saudi, tap in with the locs, with the black Illuminati So you see that one? Yeah, oh, we back no. at it. that's that we are, back at it, back in, at it. in the hood, night, you feel me? Night, man. That part Yeah, well, I ain't know it Yes, 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 y'all. And y'all know, and if y'all didn't know, y'all about to know. There's no way that we can even, in the month of May? How many of y'all know when Malcolm's 
Born Day is before we even start this episode. How many of y'all know when Malcolm Born Day? I'm giving y'all 30 seconds to tell me. Get up in them comments. Here goes the problem that we can quote everything except this. Okay, we have a couple pieces, divine family. That's why I love y'all because we may not have got a million answers, but we got the right answers. Okay, Ooh. May nineteenth from I am peace. Oh, your granny's B day. That's peace. That's peace. That's that's a special way to remember it. Okay, uh, we got Ray. May not, and then we got the first person to get it right, Bruce Lee Wine. Yes, 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 yes. Somebody went as far as to put the year. Okay. Oh, we're playing no games up in here. All right. So the Divine family is tapped in, tuned in, and they understand what's going on. And y'all understand the assignment and the mission. I'm loving that part. So here's what y'all don't know. Or y'all do know this, but we don't talk about it much. Malcolm X gets like, they're trying to bury him, bro. They're trying to they're trying to make a whole future world with the Google and everything where Michael Max, he's there, but he's barely there. And this is why they're shutting down everything he stood for, the supremacy and all that. They're shutting down. They talk, they talk about toxic masculinity now. They're shutting down everything he stood for. And they're trying to slowly but surely push him to the side. Did you notice we don't even have a Malcolm X day, but we have a Martin Luther King day? And the first one to not only bring this to my attention, but to tell me it's my job, my duty to get, not only get involved, but to stand with my hand high under black supremacy. None other than the brother, Paul Meadow himself. Peace to the king. Peace. If you hear my voice and you're part of the revolution, this is Paul Meadow started Ratchet Revolutionary, but you can call me prophet. Black supremacy was good. Crip Jesus, King L. Much pleasure Peace. being here. I am honored to be on the platform. Peace to the brother Grom and peace to you. I love what y'all doing, man. Oh, thank you very much, man. Peace to you, though, man. I see what y'all doing out there. Uh, can you make sure can you hear me? I know you. Y'all can hear you loud and clear. I hear you. Can uh, you hear me? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah. I can hear you loud and clear. Can you, can you let the people know where they can reach you at? I'm on Instagram at Win the Revolution. I'm also on Twitter at Palmetto underscore star. Instagram is Win the Revolution. And Twitter is Palmetto underscore star. That's P-A-L-M-E-T-T-O-S-T-A-R, but an underscore Palmetto underscore star. Yeah. And you were telling me, uh, not only as, as your T-shirt says, you know what I'm saying, tap in for them shirts, black supremacy, but a lot of this y'all that you uh, push is based on uh, – not only the teachers of Malcolm X, but you're saying y'all going as far as trying to get a Malcolm X Day started. This was the claim Malcolm X Day? Yes, yes, yes. And we have been doing it for eight years, actually, King L. Mm. This is our eighth year doing it. Uh, it started out with activists 
2015, if you remember 2015, this is when you had uh, the um, the incident in St. Louis, Michael Brown. You had all that stuff was happening. And in the midst of that, you had a lot of activists across the country getting together on Twitter and stuff like that. So there were a lot of activists that came up with Malcolm, claim Malcolm X Day. The premises were not asking permission to claim Malcolm X Day. Yes. You know, so it was hashtag CMXD. It went wildfire all across the country and globe. They were doing it in Nigeria. It's big in different parts of the country. And it's super huge in Philadelphia. Right now, mm. today, May 19th, they're having Mark Lamont Hill speak at their claim Malcolm X Day uh, celebration. So, you know, it's, it's big all across the country. We've been, we've been doing it. I've been the main person out here in Atlanta, and we've been doing it solid for eight years, even when police try to disrupt it. Like, seriously, mm. like, that's how big the state is. The police? Yes. In two, our second our second claim, Malcolm X Day, we, we picked a black restaurant to do our um, ceremony at for claim Malcolm yeah. X Day. There was some pink person that was supposedly the owner of the whole uh, – place where the, the strip mall where the restaurant was at he saw his, uh saw somebody stepping on an american flag he got upset called the cab county police out here in, in georgia they came about 30 deep oh man it was crazy because um people were recording and everything so but we actually took that we just walked down the street and took over a whole part the dj and everything yeah okay just took okay. over the whole park and they loved yeah. it, man. The people that even the people that even you know you're responsible for paying at the park, they came up there and they loved it. So mm -hmm. it was a whole. It, it was you know dramatic that you see what they don't want you to know. They don't they don't want you to even know about Malcolm X's uh, born day. So it's important not only to know that, but to start traditions. Take over these days. Take over, there should be no day that. We don't define ourselves, you know what I'm saying? Because, um, it it what what makes you a free person is you define your reality as you see it and as you see fit. Mm -hmm. How we 100%. have how we have an old calendar three three sixty five days and we don't have acknowledgement of Malcolm X one of those days. We're doing it on his birthday. We're not asking permission. We're not asking the government to say, oh, well, can you make a Malcolm X Day? We're not doing none of that. We're claiming Malcolm X Day, and we've been doing it since 2015. This is our. This is going to be our best, best ceremony yet. So if you're in the surrounding, if you're in Georgia or any surrounding place, Alabama, there's people coming from Florida, there's people coming from as far as Philadelphia to come out. So if you're if you are in the surrounding area, you need to be at Claim Malcolm X Day. And that's going to be at uh, uh, 640 Evans Street, which is the Unity Coffee, you know, right across the street from the Krispy Kreme in Weston. Everybody knows about the Krispy Kreme. So just go right across the street. We're going to be out there. It's going to be major. And I look forward to seeing everybody out there. But, yeah, that's as far as how we started with Claim Malcolm X Day. That's how we started and I've always, every year, it seems it's a ritual. I pour everything into Claim Malcolm X Day. It's always like me pouring all the way in. Usually I'm fasting. This time I'm doing, I'm breaking the world record in push-ups. So, mm. like, I'm always pouring my entire being into letting people know 
I love it. This day, you know what I'm saying? Because if 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 we gotta start day by day, and if I have to change just one day, if there's one day that I set and define for us as black people, let it be that day. Let it be. Let it yes. be that day. The black God, Malcolm X, was born. Yeah, I agree. And then the thing that struck out to me the most was that you said claim. We're not asking permission from the government. In all my yeah. life, the, that was the whole ideology of Malcolm. Because I think a lot of people don't understand at that time, it was the civil rights movement. We couldn't vote. Yeah. It was all about, are we going to ask for permission? Are we going to finally start our own culture, our own ways of life, define our own reality? And for us to say, they're not letting us have Malcolm X Day, it goes against the whole premise of what he taught. Like you said, we're doing this because, because we're not asking permission. We're not asking for freedom. We're taking it as he taught us. You feel what I'm saying? And I think that's the big part of what he pushed and what he taught and what he stood for that we forget. You know, sometimes we just want to make it cute. You know what I mean? I'm Malcolm X, you know, and the white man, he's the scapegoat, but he talked a lot about self-sufficiency, self-accountability. Yeah. Uh, self you feel what I'm saying? Self-mastering discipline to a... Bro, I there's things I learned about Malcolm X that floored me. The whole... Yeah. He read the whole dictionary and copied it word for word. He yeah. didn't eat but once a day. If A lot of us, if we did these things, 75% of our problems would be gone. That's high right. levels of discipline. Right. And I'll, I'll say it like this. I'll say it like this, King L. I'll say it like this, brother. Malcolm X took the torch that the fictional, whatever you want to say about this Jesus Christ character, who said that you shall do greater works than me. You know what I'm saying? You look at what Malcolm did for black people and just the example that he set, you know, and he was changing the culture at in real time. As he was speaking, as he was doing his speeches, it reverberated across the black world and he was changing the culture in real time. He was changing the culture at the time of his at the time of his being. He wasn't here with us long. And when he left, it yes. like wildfire. Now you have people that, you know, I'm inspired by Malcolm X. I have taken the torch from Malcolm X. I've studied him and and you know I, I do my actions in his spirit, you know what I'm saying? And I, I do what he feel like I think he should have even he would have done if he was in my footsteps. Y'all in, in my shoes, you know what I'm saying? And so I walk in, in Mountain, Malcolm's thing. Not a lot of people know about this, but the original name of the Black Panther Party for self-defense was the Sons of Malcolm. And they mm. want from him, be, him passing. So you see how he affects the culture in real time. There is no other being that ha that has that capacity that that could say that you know what I'm saying yeah. so yeah it was affecting the culture in real time it didn't wait till after his death but after he died it, you know he affected the culture even more you wouldn't have a Riza Islam or a, um, a 19 Keys if you didn't have a Malcolm X so to acknowledge claim Malcolm X Day and not ask permission. It's not illegal to take off the day of work. It's not illegal to take off the day of school. And it's not illegal to see reality as you see fit and define it as you as it is. You know what I'm saying? So well, I, I, I want I want to interject and say that 
beyond even the legality, not saying like you meant to mention literally like we're gonna get arrested, but even beyond the uh we got school today or we got work today, we see this in many cultures. America's a melting pot. We gotta stop acting like, oh, the government this, the government that. There's people here who do uh Sabbath while everybody else is right. working on Saturday, they're taking off. You feel what I'm saying? There's people here that do right. Juma. Friday's a busy day, but Juma gets done. There's Muslims here that pray five times a day. The truth is that we are going into that realm that he warned us about. Mm -hmm. You feel what I'm saying? When he said, giving our children to them is the worst mistake we could happen. Because right. one of the main things that Elijah and him went through when they were together still was about teaching people to teach their own children. They were getting arrested back to back to back for not having kids in public school. And this was so funny about that. I want people to understand. This was at a time when we weren't allowed to go to school with them. So while everybody mm -hmm. sits here and thinks of this as normal, just 50 years ago, we weren't allowed in their schools. And when they were saying, hey, you know what? We're going to let you come in our schools. We got some shit we want to teach y'all because y'all run around rioting too much. Y'all run around with this Muslim information learning too much. So once y'all come up in these schools, this brother right here stood in front of everybody and said, no, no, no. You know, I dare say he's a prophet level. He foresaw all this crazy shit that they was going to be teaching us and doing in, the, in even the prison industrial complex. People forget he was one of the first people in it. Yes. You know, so. Yes, so it's like. When, when I look at it from that perspective, you know, uh, he basically. Saw what was coming in that in that in that in that uh, aspect, you know, mm -hmm. you know, because. Why would he you got to look at it like this. There was a time where the people that he spoke so much about that he called devils. At this time, I think a lot of people think, oh, you know, they were just mean. No, people need to understand. Let me put, let me, let me, let me put us on the camera for this. They used to tie us up on trees. This is not back in like a slavery time. No, y'all. Let me let me break this down for y'all. This is why we argue so much about this slavery happened on this channel. At that time, y'all talking about the antebellum, the antebellum period, the slavery period. There was lynchings, yeah. But do y'all understand when they when, when when that era was over, when they couldn't just outright own you, they was lynching even more. There was mm -hmm. way more lynches when they were coming into neighborhoods and burning down towns and Rosewood and uh, 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 Tulsa and all those type of, you know what I'm saying? In that era, in the 1900s, when they had human zoos and lynching yeah. all over the place and Jim Crow, this was them attempting to make us inferior. And he was making sure that we didn't forget he was attempting to. He made sure that we still got pride today. If it wasn't for him, there'd be no black pride. We'd walking around calling ourselves Negroes then and colored and all that. We wasn't even saying black. You feel what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So, you know, I think it's righteous to call him Malcolm X, the black guy, because this is one of the first dudes to stand up and talk that type of talk. You know what I mean? Now, I ain't going to say it wasn't around with Elijah and all of them, but people got to understand. For all of those that want to come and say, oh, he was NOI and it was them and want to argue, understand, Forty, he built over 40 temples while alive. Mm -hmm. He started a lot of that FOI uh, regime and culture they have over there, right? The 5% nation of guys and earths. Which temple did, did uh, Father Allah Clarence 38 come from? Under Malcolm. Right, you understand what I'm saying? So anything dealing with that version of Islam, that world, they gotta unless they unless they got some type of personal vendetta, they have to give him his flowers. Period. Mm -hmm. You know. So let me read this. 
Malcolm X. For those that just tuning in, maybe want a little, what's to put it in perspective? Let's get it for you. Malcolm X, born to Malcolm Little. Later, El Hajj Malik El Shabazz. He was born May 19, 1925. He's returned to the essence February 21st, 1965. He was an American Muslim minister and human rights activist who was a prominent. Now, I want y'all to note that it didn't say civil rights activist, human rights activist. And he made sure that he made sure that before he got up out of here, he let us know the difference. Okay. Human rights activist who was a prominent figure during the civil rights movement. A spokesman for the Nation of Islam until 1964, he was a vocal advocate for black empowerment and the promotion of Islam within the black community. A posthumous autobiography on which he collaborated with Alex Haley was published 1965. Now, how you feel about that autobiography? You know, I, I, I'm not going to lie to you. I heard a lot of crazy stuff later on when I got in the conscious community like uh, Alex Haley was a plant and all this and that. But I will say this to anybody. That book I've watched transform people in front yeah. of my eyes over and over better than the Bible. Right. 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 That's exactly what Malcolm was. He was a transformative figure. His life was transformation. He he went from being Detroit Red, street pimp, hustler. You know, he may even have bodies from that then. But he went and he, and he became Malcolm X. And that transformation is phenomenal. You know what I'm saying? And that sort of transformation is the transformation of comic books. That's like Superman. That's like Clark Kent turned into Superman. You mm. know, words were that dynamic to a superpower. His words were a literal superpower in real time. Not everybody is just going to be up. Not every, you know, street pimp. You could put a microphone after and after they change their religion or whatever, and they're just going to be able to give these words that change people in real time. He literally converted champion fighters like Muhammad Ali, who was the most famous, still is the most famous person of all time, and he converted him to to Nation of Islam. You know what I'm saying? And Nation of Islam, to in my how I see it is nothing but uh, black supremacy filtered into the religion of Islam and given that sort of filter, you know, but it is, it's black supremacy is black people becoming their highest self, becoming their most godlike self. And when you embrace that in, in its totality and what that truly means, that's the most powerful thing that you could ever do. That's the most powerful thing that you could do is realize your untapped potential so we, 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 he's doing that in real time he's doing that right now somebody is watching something on youtube for sure there's about malcolm and they're going you know what let me do that by any means necessary by any yeah, means because that, 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 that phrase, you know what i'm saying look how much that phrase changed like that that phrase like that's why that's why i pour everything into claim malcolm x day because even if I'm feeling bad, something something happened, I'm like, you know what? I, I don't care. People have to know about Malcolm X Day. I pour everything, I pour everything, my whole being into it by any means necessary. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'll, make, I'll make it happen. You know what I'm saying? Like, no matter what, I got to be on the phone all day. I got to, you know what I'm saying? I got to 
make it happen. I'm, I got. I'm making it happen for Malcolm in his, in his way by any means necessary. I'm Taking so that. glad you said that, man, because you know that's everything with him. And what's crazy is if no one took anything from him. If you're a motherfucker that don't read, it could be it be like I don't care about that black shit. Even those types understand that Malcolm stood for endurance, perseverance, and getting things done by any means necessary. I would say that's one of his biggest quotes. I know earlier in hip hop, that was like the most quoted, you know, by any means necessary, by any means necessary. You know, yeah. you always see that picture of him standing there with the gun. Yeah. You know, by the window. Yeah. So I actually came across that and realized that uh, this was such a big thing. X is the future so much that you still see this today, y'all. Check this out. Mm. So yeah. there was a lot of controversy with Nicki Minaj about this, <laughs> right? Because she used right. the N-word. But the point I'm showing is for is to show that even in the late 2000s, a female blonde head rapper who <laughs> who he <laughs> who Malcolm X might be like, who are you? You gotta go to like even they are using not only his image but his message, right? Because that stood for what you just said, black supremacy. And yes. if they use the white supremacy to damage us, to break us down, and to get us in this mess, the reverse of it, black supremacy, is the only way out. Well, look, can I say this? Can I say this, Father L, real quick? Let me just say this. Black supremacy is not so-called white supremacy and blackface. Black mm -hmm. supremacy is us becoming our higher selves, becoming the, the most... Um, the most on our potential, you know, be going beyond our full potential and us tapping into our, to the nothingness, which is to everything at the same time. So you tap into nothingness to everything. Cause before there was anything, there was darkness, there was black, you know what I'm saying? And so that's the essence that we come from, you know? So, and that's the essence that we shall return. So to tap into that, to the, to your limitless potential, because a lot of people claim they're light workers and they're working yeah. with other people's light. See, black supremacy is like a blank canvas where you become your own light. Because when you sit in that darkness, you start being able to see in the darkness. Where's so that's you, us creating that. So black supremacy is us becoming our higher selves in a nutshell. White supremacy is just glorified racism. And systems that use this glorified racism to um, validate a fake social structure, you know what I'm saying? So that's that's the difference between black supremacy and white supremacy. White supremacy is not real; it is a fake social construct that is glorified racism. And black supremacy is the most real thing on the planet in this universe because mm -hmm. no matter what. It's blackness. And we always compared ourselves to the space and the sky and the cosmos and the darkness. You know what I'm saying? So that's that no matter what, you can't deny when you turn off those lights what it is. You feel me? So uh, by any means necessary. <laughs> no, exactly. It. And you see this tattoo, right? Yeah. <laughs> no, that, I'm that telling you. Hard. That goes hard right there. He's so much in the culture, right? This I just found this just to show for an example. I can remember watching dudes getting Malcolm X tattoos every day in prison. Like, mm. like it would be like, like even if you're the dirtiest scandal, that's why I say when you say he's like Jesus, for like you're right. Even if you're the dirtiest scandal, it's like he represents that perseverance, that getting it done by any means necessary, 
that positivity. And they'll get them. I've seen dudes who don't know nothing about them. I seen one dude get the tattoo. Somebody else come and say, Oh, you read the book? No. Oh, negative. You ain't read the book. Everybody else come over. He ain't read the book. What? Ooh. This is this is ghetto dudes that probably don't even read like that. You feel what I'm saying? So he's really a big deal, you know, where I'm from. You know, and I don't just mean like the area I'm from in Los Angeles on the west side. I mean like the world I'm from, the lifestyle, even yeah. the unfortunate behalf. Like, you know what I mean? But yeah, I want to no, go a little deeper. Both sides. He represents the street side and he represents the intellectual side. You know what I'm saying? So he does he is he does that both at the same time. So anybody on any walk of life can get something from Malcolm. You know what I'm saying? The most intellectual of intellectuals, quote Malcolm. And you know, the most street, you know what I'm saying? I know we're gonna talk about Nipsey, but you know. He represented an element, this the gang side, the street tribe side, you feel me? And he was representing Malcolm, you feel me? So um, you, he is a – he represented a true God because as a God, you're, you got to be able to balance uh, differences, what uh, polarity. Thank you. You, know you have saying? to be able to protect. Sometimes people say, oh, that's a contradiction. No, it is – it, it is just polarity, you know what I'm saying? It's just balance, you know what I'm saying? It's not contradicting. Just because Malcolm X at one time was Detroit Red, nothing contradicted his going from Detroit Red to Malcolm X, you know what I'm saying? He was able to balance the, um, the, polar the polarities and be able to be, emerges that and that's what it takes as a god people go, uh, you know as as someone that says i am god and state declares that stands on that a lot of people are going to say different things try to kind of contradict you why are you standing here you're god why are you doing this and you're god blah, 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 blah. but you know what i'm saying so it's like you know when you make that proclamation and when you become that when you embody that there's going to be a there's going to be um a di dichotomy you know what i'm saying you had different different things going on. It's not contradictory. It's you on the path of godhood. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Straight up. And then also, I want to say this, is that this goes back to when you said he's the closest thing to a real Jesus for us. Because their whole concept is to, you know, a lot of people, when you're dealing with religion and Christianity and all that stuff, a lot of people take bits and pieces. You know, there's not a lot of people, well, not here in North America, that are just well studied and when the, you know what i mean they kind of take the the mainstream popular version so there's a version of jesus we're taught here in north america where he's docile he's nice he's passive and what has happened is this has permeated the person people's brain to believe that that's what spirituality is being yeah. passive being nice being giving and what happens is if you're not that way it's Oh, that is, that's not God. That's not spiritual. But the truth is, if we take out the whole spooky concept, power in itself, there is no form of power that's not protected. There is no powerful animal that, that Allah did not give the power to protect itself. You feel right. what I'm saying? There is nothing that people bow down to that they see as weak and submissive. They bow down to it because they see it as strong, if not even a little fearful. You know what I mean? As 50 Cent said, respect comes from admiration and fear. Mm -hmm. You know? So... He just representing the truth, you know. But I want to say this, though, to everybody that's watching and looking. We're going to give y'all 30 seconds. Who was the, 
what word do I want to use? Who was the, what word do I want to use? Who was the other guy? You know what I'm saying? Like we had Malcolm X and then y'all had, like they tried to make the Malcolm X movement and he and he he got assassinated before this other guy. They tried to make the Malcolm X movement like a like a comic book story with a villain and a good guy and a bad guy. There was somebody that the government propped up as the king of civil rights and the king of the black people, and and, and he was their Jesus. My dad was just talking to me yesterday. He said this dude's the, like the Jesus. So who is the supposed black Jesus figure Messiah who got his own day and all that? Who is the one that the government wants us to believe is this person? I know y'all know. I gave the best hint I could give. Uh, I'm going to give y'all 30 seconds. Peace of the divine family. And as I thought, and as everyone else probably was listening, understood, MLK. Shout out to Michael Pasio. Uh Martin Martin Luther King. That's right. We're in the living. Uh MLK. Yeah, come on. Y'all already know what's going on. Booyah. Dr. Martin Luther King. Okay. And I want y'all to know. Malcolm was pushing. The same thing the nation was talking about, building our own, not segregation, as a lot of people want to uh, charge them with, separation. Segregate means that somebody stronger than you and in control of you has placed you over here. It's a form of oppression. Separate means you have autonomy, you have control of yourself, and you have chosen to put yourself not over there, but over here, away from them. Okay. Integration is saying... They're over here. They're up and running. And you're knocking on their door begging, saying, why I can't get a holiday? Why I can't sit the seat with you? Why I can't drink water with you? Why I can't come to your school and learn with you? We were against that at the time. Why I can't vote? Why you won't let me? So we wanted to be in the white man's house. And guess what? Martin Luther King said before he passed. I fear I am integrating my people into a burning house. Yes. Yes. I want absolutely. the people to know that. Even he agreed with ML, even he agreed with Malcolm X before he went. Mm-hmm. That this was a burning house. And we're living in Martin Luther King's burning house right now. We are actually in Martin Luther King's burning house. Like yes. literally. Like that. He he was so prophetic with his thing, and uh, he definitely saw it. He saw it. This is exactly we are living in Martin Luther King's burning house. So the solution is the Malcolm extinguisher, the yes. extinguisher, you know what I'm saying? The <laughs> extinguisher. We need to, we need to get out of this burning house or, you know, you could burn and go with it. Like you see what's happening right now. Go with this narrative of I am this, I'm a dog, you know, I'm a, you know, this, this um, identity insanity where yeah. people will literally shoot you for go for, going into a bathroom you know what i'm saying this is where yes. this is what the world is this is what the place is you're going to a public place right now and you're liable to be 
shot for actually going into a bathroom. You know, this this sort of craziness that's happening, that's insanity, this identity insanity. So we can go and just keep going along with that narrative and go straight into we already know where it's going. Mm-hmm. Or we can use the extinguisher, Malcolm X philosophy, and separate and become the best version of ourselves. The word I was looking for earlier was paradox. We had to be able to we had to be able to balance that paradox as gods, you know what I'm saying? Because people think, you know, being one, you you could literally be one thing and be another thing at simultaneously. And that's what Martin uh, Malcolm was. And look how great he was for the culture. X-Men yeah. was created in 1963 during that time when Malcolm was speaking. X-Men is a straight, um, and they took it from the civil rights movement. They took a, a because of the Malcolm and Martin approach. So uh. they saw these two different approaches, and that's how how was that he was changing culture in real time. That's what I'm saying. There, who else has that in their repertoire? And, and the country put and, that on your. And the country real quick. So you're saying because I remember when we talked on the phone. You said in X Men, they flopped it. So Professor X is supposed to be like King, yeah. and then Magneto is supposed to be like mm-hmm. Malcolm X. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So that I mean that was inspired by the civil rights movement in real time. So you know this is it wouldn't be if it was just Martin that would be that wouldn't even be a thing. There would be no X Men. You know mm. X Men. There would be no X Men without Malcolm X because he inspired the whole thing. You know what I'm saying? So this is a. Yes. It's like a snowball, you know what I'm saying, that has not stopped rolling, that energy that he put out, you know. So that that whole that energy that he put out, no one can no one can stop that. Cause it's like once you hear it, it's like when you hear black supremacy or hear these certain things. I know with with me, when I heard black supremacy, it automatically woke me up. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I was, you know what I'm saying? Like it automatically took me to another level. I was already you know, all consciousness. And when I heard that, it automatically woke up. So for some people, for some people, um, it was Black Lives Matters. And they were like, oh, really? Da, da, da. And it and took a, their level to a consciousness. You know, NOI, you know what I'm saying? Like, it, there's certain things, certain certain people that automatically, it's like once they, once you feel their presence, it's automatically going to change you. And that's what Martin is. Like, you hear that. It automatically changes you by any means necessary. It's like you you have a choice to just act like that's not happening or change. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So by any means necessary. What what are you gonna do about it? You know what I'm saying? That's like you have a choice to bow down to that or a choice to change. You know what I'm saying? So it's like it changes you. It changes you. It changes you. Like, and that's what Martin, Martin, I mean, I'm sorry, that's what Malcolm did. Malcolm changed the culture in real time. He literally evolved the culture. And no one could say that they literally were a catalyst in the culture. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. The missing link to where that past. Malcolm, how we think of the civil rights movement and peaceful protests and people getting bit by dogs. And he's that missing link that made it by any means necessary. 
to to where we can stand on that and where we could have a um a mindset to embrace our full totality because really no one should be able to even say anything about black people if you're not black you shouldn't be able to say anything about black people black people will evolve to that point where you know it's just like um like how the jewish culture is you can you say something about jews hey you know what I'm saying? Like that and it's gonna be it's gonna be that way for black people. But for that mentality to even be present, to evolve to that, because that's the that's the future, the future is X. So for our, for us to evolve to that, Malcolm X was that catalyst, that that spark, the missing link, so to speak, in the evolving of black consciousness. I would fully agree, and, and especially based on the fact that, uh, hold on, let me let me do that. Based on the fact that, I want to, you know, I'm in the etymology, you know, that people were not using the word black. They may have used it, but we were calling ourselves. Forget what they called. We were calling ourselves Negro and colored. I'm a proud Negro. I'm proud. I'm a colored brother. I'm a. I'm a colored. Right. That was a colored king in Africa. People talked like that. I don't think a lot of people take that and kind of like now that it's over. Oh, you know, that's a big thing because what you call yourself is how you see yourself. And for a long time, to be proud of being black, no, it wasn't until Malcolm X and them got up there and gave the signs of what you're talking about, the black supremacy, that that the darkness before before light was even born was the darkness. You feel what I'm saying that the original mind, the original self was already in that darkness, and that the darkness is the supremacy that everything comes from. You know, what I mean, even in when you're dealing with the color spectrum, that didn't come about. You even see uh, Muhammad Ali as yeah, he's going around talking to the colleges, spewing the knowledge that's given to him by Malcolm X and Elijah. You feel what I'm saying? So this whole black thing and being being I'm black and I'm proud and you know and that that's new. People don't know that's 50 years in the making mm -hmm. from X because X is the future, like you said. And what did blackness become to mean? Exactly. When I was growing up. Before they made YouTube, where you could just get up here and, and I'm a black power now. I'm 19 keys. I'm whatever. If you even spoke deep and had glasses on, you were called Malcolm X. <laughs> right, right, right. In the black or community. Muslim, oh, Muslim. He defined that old look for even the black Muslims because it, it was, a you know, in South Carolina, where I'm from, if you literally are reading a book with glasses on, people are going to ask you, are you Muslim? Literally. Mm, oh, like wow. if, you, if you pick up a book, as a black person with glasses on, they're gonna assume that you're a Muslim if you don't say. <laughs> okay, I, you know every time I got asked, "Am I a Muslim?" just because I'm, I'm literally just because I'm reading the book. Literally, yeah. I'll go a step further. But in the media, right? That's in the culture. You're right. I get. I've got that before too. Like, oh, you must be Muslim or something. But I'm saying in the media, you know how you have like, hey, I'm gonna take it there, brother. Jesus. There's really no, a lot of things complain, but the truth is there is no set image of Jesus. It's a thing about some hair. That's really it. You can take a yellow dude and give him some flowing hair and put him there with a beard and say, Jesus, you get the white dude, the blind. So what happened is this. That existed for Malcolm X and I'll prove it right now. I ain't going to argue. Nobody going to say it. I'm going to show y'all some shit. Fuck y'all up. Mm. That's all it took. Come on. <laughs> a fucking top hat and some glasses and you're Malcolm X. That's it. 
<laughs> and you know what? I that, that was my look just before I, I did this, uh, before I became the prophet. So yeah. you know what I'm saying? I got to free for it, but I but out my look every single day. That's how much he inspired me. I would go and look like this every single day. Tie, um, fedora, glasses, every single day. And 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 I wasn't even eating at the time. I went Ooh. I was so inspired by Malcolm X. You know what I'm saying? When Trayvon Martin got yeah, um, yeah. and during that whole case, I took it upon myself to go on a worldwide hunger strike for Trayvon Martin. With, of course, I had a couple of listeners at the time, but I went to the extent where I didn't eat for 801 days. I didn't eat no solid food. Wow. So I'm dressed in a fedora, glasses, tie every single day, skinny as hell. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, like, I mean, I took it to that extent because I'm like, by any means necessary. You know what I'm saying? So I took it to a metaphysical extent and was using my, you know, my my being as that, as that, as a representation. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, T.I. Yeah, T.I. already knows when you put that glasses on, when you put that fedora on. With that tie. Hey, with the with the uh, thing, you already know what it is. You already know you know who he's trying what he's trying to say. Already. Already. I, I just found I just found it interesting that this is a world renowned magazine and they knew all we need is the fedora, the glasses, and the tie, and that's Malcolm X. You get <laughs> <laughs> they get paid for this, so they have to they have to do it right. They they right. said that's Malcolm as far as they're concerned, that's Malcolm X look. Yeah, right. Yeah. Exactly. You know, now I know me personally, when I was in prison, right? And if you come out, like you said, with the book and the glasses, you know, even if it's negative, it'll still say Malcolm X. Oh, you trying to be on this Malcolm X shit? Like, like <laughs> they don't even have no one else to say. Like, that's the name that's going to stick and everyone's going to know what you're talking about and everyone's going to, you know what I mean? As far as consciousness is concerned, it's like I said, like I akin to saying Jesus or Muhammad. You know what I'm saying? And I, and I, I would say not even Muhammad because peace and blessings upon him, he has no image with him. So but, I would say Jesus, Buddha, you feel what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Malcolm X is up there with them already. You know? Right. Right. Because even, I'm glad that you said the thing about the hair with with uh, with um, Jesus. Because think about it. When they try to even put this black Jesus, he has the long locks. You know what I'm saying? Like, so it's all the same thing. You got the white boy dirty. Yeah. Um, <laughs> on the other side of the on the other side of the color spectrum, you have black Jesus with the long locks. And it's just like, okay, this this is the same thing. But Malcolm, Malcolm, right. He has that what your point is, is he has that same thing where you could just do that and do that. You already know what it is. You know what I'm saying? White, uh, pink pell males. I, I, I don't call them white, but pell males grow their hair out because they know it's going to evoke that Jesus thing. They know they could go to Africa and get bowed down to. You know what I'm saying? In Uganda, yeah. you know what I'm saying? So you already know what these glasses and what that fedora and what that that what that means. You know what I'm saying? I'll, 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 that. I'll say it like this. Let me just say this one thing. But you mm -hmm. know when you have those things that say. Um, Neighborhood watch. Yeah, yep. Who yep. is that person there? Who is that person there? I'll even say 
I didn't say that name, Malcolm X. <laughs> Neighborhood Watch, Fedora. You know what I'm saying? Like who, 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 what, you know what I'm saying? Like, what is that? And, and the cold part is that I want to point this out. That only exists because of that. You have to be very popular and very into everyone's mind already for us to even pull that off. So mm -hmm. I dare say that they're trying now. That's why I said in the beginning, like, you know, they don't talk about him as much. They don't show his image as much because the thing now is to make him not the face. Right. Of, you know what I mean? Masculinity, of right. black power, uh, having knowledge, anything positive. They don't want him to be the face of that so a bunch of people go and try to be the Messiah again. And mm -hmm. his point was, of course they don't want that. So what? Just like he said, mm -hmm. by any means necessary, for those that don't understand what that means, maybe that's a little you know, fancy for you. What he meant was, no, it's quoted right here, nobody can give you freedom. And we're not just talking about chains and slaves and all that, y'all. We're talking about the freedom to think how you want. The freedom to speak how you want, to be articulate, mm -hmm. the freedom to be healthy and make a choice how you want to live. Because your lives are addicted to a lot of these foods and different things, addicted to drugs. The freedom to break free and be the highest of self. Mm -hmm. Nobody can give you equality or justice or anything. If you're a mm -hmm. man, you take it. Come on. Indeed. Indeed. He represented that. You know what I mean? I've watched many of his speeches and watched a lot of his stuff where he talks about that masculinity and manliness. They don't ask for respect. They don't ask to be treated right. They don't ask for a home. They go and build their own. They go and make their own. They go and take it if they have to. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So, well, I wanted to show everybody was this is so important because this is what we are doing. This is what you've been doing for the last eight years already. But the government put its money and rolled its dice and stamped MLK. You feel me? So I want to show the world this. This, a, this goes back to the 1960 campaign. By the late 1960s, Senator John F. Kennedy and his campaign team were eager to find a way to pull ahead in the final days of the presidential race. On October 19th, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., along with students, was protesting local segregation ordinances in Georgia and was sent to jail for trespassing. King was sentenced to six months of hard labor for violating his probation on a previous misdemeanor. So he was on probation, y'all. So don't get it twisted. Even MLK. <laughs> After hearing of King's sentence, Senator Kennedy and his brother Robert called Georgia Governor Ernest Vandevere and petitioned King's release. Senator Kennedy called Coretta Scott King, MLK's wife, to offer his help. Meanwhile, Robert Kennedy called the judge and was able to convince him to release King. The Kennedy's role in King's release quickly spread in the black community. Senator John F. Kennedy won 70% of the black vote in November. The black vote was key in Kennedy's victory. So they used this for not only black vote, but black cooperation. Because right. I think a lot of us don't know because they rewrite the history that throughout the 50s and the 60s, the quote-unquote black community was not as docile as they want you to see in the videos. There was a lot of riots. There was a lot of return fire. There was yeah. a lot of those uh, black power groups that were popping up that ended up being gangs later. They were already fighting the white. Uh, uh, right. You know what I'm saying? And I, the reason I mean, I say it like this because they, and that's another thing they do in real, this is another thing that Pink Power does in real time. I say Pink Power, I don't say white supremacy. Yeah. 
This is what Pink Power does in real time. They try to erase history in real time. Like they will like you if you see like uh even some of the stuff that I've done, I seen it in my whole thing. I seen them take off whole platforms just because there's I got my mixtape on there. Are wow. them, you know what I'm saying? Are them they they totally scrubbed and canceled uh the first installment of Two Raw for TV from 2010 to 2015, you know what I'm saying? Like they canceled that, try, you know, try to scrub it, try to erase it from the memory. They will even try to put replacements there. That's what, this is what they do. I've seen this in real time, not only with me, but other powerful voices that are out there. They'll take and try to replace it in real time. You know, that hella black, hella proud, uh, uh-huh. big time shout out to the brother, uh, that, that uh that was doing that does that my, uh, I I'm shout out to you brother, but because mm-hmm. he's one of the main people for Clay Malcolm X Day in Philadelphia, you know what I'm saying, uh the brother the brother that does um hella black hella proud, but his his brand Kmart took that and they they started trying to sell hella black hella black hella proud shirts. Wow, you know what I'm saying? So it's like. You know they they will and and they didn't need any money from it. It's because it's an attempt to um um is an attempt to erase history in real time. Is an attempt to is an attempt to erase erase history in real time. So you know that that that's the same thing they were doing. They're doing with Malcolm. Oh, during that time during the civil rights movement, my thing was this: that people were so militant. I know the the you know some of the OGs from that time. People they were robbing banks. They don't talk about the you know robbing all of these uh um banks and stuff like that and on national institutions. Like yeah. that, you know what I'm saying? People don't. They were even that. even after in the spirit of Malcolm because remember you said the Black Panthers called themselves Sons of Malcolm. The Panthers were not only hitting the banks; they were taking planes. They don't talk about this at all. They used to go right. on a plane, kidnap it, and they've done this more than once. And they'll fly to Africa, fly to Cuba. You know what I'm saying? Like right. they don't want us to feel any type of supremacy. That's what I learned. You know what I mean? Right. They'll lie and put themselves. They'll make themselves sound bad just to make sure the story doesn't show us winning or being supreme. Like because once you got yeah. that in your head that you can't win, you've never won. You've always been docile. You've always been the number two. You're gonna accept it. Hmm. Absolutely. And let me say this. I slipped on the name, but big time shout out to Ron Green, who created Hella Black, Hella Proud, who is uh, one of the main people who claimed Malcolm X Day in Philadelphia. But, the, you know, they took Kmart, took that Hella Black, Hella Proud and try to, you know, try and try to sell it and say it was Kmart's. Right, so they, right. they would do that in real time. They will erase history in real time. So it's up to us to, to, create our own story and and do it like that. I'll just say it like this. Even the word woke, we coined the phrase, we coined and popularized the word woke onto Raw for TV. Now, wow. what is woke? Woke is like, woke is like they take the, the radical right, took that and created this whole thing. Now all of this, this, none of this stuff that's supposed to be woke, all this transgender rights and all this other weird stuff yeah. that they put out there. Now they say that's woke. Oh, they we created this word. They always say black is, is created from black activists. No, we created it on my platform. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm That's saying? Ridiculous. My co-host 
My Coles is the one that um that first wrote that word in the urban dictionary. Before that, there is no written definition of the word woke. She wrote Lola K, big time shout out to Lola K. She is the one that put that in the urban dictionary because we were using it on the platform. So they they will like, that's happened in real time from 2012, 13, 14 when they, you know when we were creating this word to right now, it's this other thing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? No, yeah, right now it's some way of the thing. It's like wake up to some crazy stuff. That's <laughs> right, and they're like the woke mob. But, like that has nothing to do with but, but to back up, but to back up what we're saying, because a lot of people could just say it feels good, and yeah, they and them, and they and him, and us and them, but let's make sure we draw this line in the sand. Because I actually talk about this in some of my music, and I'm talking about my book, and a lot of people think I'm going hard. A lot of people think I'm on some, you know, five percenter bias, and I'm not. I'm gonna say this again. Now, in fact, I'm gonna give a. We're gonna do another thirty seconds because I gotta ask him. Do y'all know who Martin Luther King worked for? There was a reason. See, at the, before he passed away, he ended up agreeing with Malcolm X because he's not dumb. Like, like you see, it says he's on probation. See, it says he's getting attacked. That's all true. After a while, he woke up to what Malcolm was telling him. But do y'all know who he worked for before? That? I already gave y'all the hint. But I'm gonna let y'all see if y'all figure it out. And for more, please visit. Cripjesus.com and please hit that like button, y'all. Can we need to get this to the algorithm because hit that like button, share this, send this to your if y'all never, I know y'all probably see videos here all the time. Send this to your cousin, your nephew, your auntie, your mama, your grandpa, anybody by any means necessary. We need them all to know that we are celebrating Malcolm X Day and we're not playing with it, okay? And now y'all got 30 seconds to tell me because I ain't forget what I asked y'all who did. Martin Luther King work for. All right, that part. 30 seconds stars now. Let me see what I got over here. Somebody said, hold on, let me, let, let me, let me have a play with it. Let me put this up to you. <laughs> the crossdresser, what was his name? He was over the police. Chiquita Hamilton. You talk about J. Edgar Hoover. I know exactly who you talk about. Yes. FBI. <laughs> uh, that's not correct, though, Chiquita. I love you, and I love your energy, and I mess with the divine family, but that's incorrect. The FBI was actually against him as well. J. Edgar Hoover was not feeling none of that. Okay. CIA. Mm -hmm. mm, that's a that's a deeper answer because the CIA does not give up their identity. The CIA are spies. I need people to understand that. So when the CIA, when you're working for the CIA, you might not even know it. It's not something that's just like, hey, we're the CIA. We're here to hire you. It don't go like that. You know what I'm saying? Uh uh, I got some other weird answers, but let's just get to it. <laughs> the Big Six. Martin Luther King was part of a group called the Big Six, and they worked for the uh, Kennedy administration. Mm -hmm. About two months before the march, the Big Six, this is the big march y'all hear about, man. The uh, 
what's that called? The March on Washington. They always show he gives the big speech about I had a dream and everybody standing right there. Okay, so about two months before the march, the Big Six broadened their organizing coalition by bringing on board. So what I'm trying to show y'all by reading this is the Big Six had already existed. The Big Six were six Christian leaders chosen by the Kennedy administration to make black people more peaceful, make them stop thinking about rioting or attacking back or being supreme or being strong. They wanted to water us down, make us docile and give us this burning house that we're in now. Well, that burning house was actually the invitation into that burning house was given to us by the big six. Okay. And after being the big six, they turned into the big 10. Check this out. About two months before the march, the big six broadened their organizing coalition by bringing on board four white men who supported their efforts. Walter Ruther, president of the United Automobile Workers, Eugene Carson, Carson Blake, former president of the National Council of Churches, Matthew Aman, executive director of the National Catholic Conference for Interracial Justice, and Joaquin Prince, president of the American Jewish Congress. Together, the big six plus the four newcomers became known as the Big Ten. Come on, man. This is the brother Malcolm and the brother Martin Luther King together. Okay? So, for y'all that don't know, yeah, that was the media putting that together like that. That's not to say that they didn't disagree, but this was the media pointing them as like God and the devil or the enemy and the good guy and the bad guy. It was never that, it was never that cut and dry, you know? So, this is Martin Luther King talking before he died. I quoted this. He added, let us say boldly that if the violations of law by the Caucasian man in the slums over the years were calculated and compared with the law breaking of a few days of riots, the hardened criminal would be the Caucasian man. These are often difficult things to say, but I have come to see more and more that it is necessary to utter the truth in order to deal with the great problems that we face in our society. Did you repeat that? He said, I'm learning more and more that it's better to utter the truth. So he basically said, before I wasn't uttering the truth. <laughs> yeah. I was doing what I th what I felt needed to be done so we could all get along. You feel what I'm saying? Mm. Yeah. Mm. As wow. opposed to just saying the plain old truth, like Malcolm. You know? Definitely. Now, the reason why a lot of us don't understand this is because of the media. This is what that's why Malcolm is such a prophet. He foresaw this. He said, the media is the most... This is back before... For y'all to understand, this is back when we didn't even have 13... Did we even have 13 channels yet? Back, I don't think, when I was growing up, we only had 13 channels. Okay? So this is this is before even that. They probably had seven channels or some shit. You know what I mean? So the programming now is... Woof, in outer space. But even back then, he foresaw it. And he said... The media is the most powerful entity on earth. They have the power to make the innocent guilty and make the guilty innocent. And that's power because they control the minds of the masses. Mm -hmm. So it's the media that still gets us to look at him as even the, uh, you know, how we, how we see him. Let me say that because before he passed, he had such a big transformation and he left his name for us to look at and study and follow the El Hajj Malik El Shabazz. You feel me? So I just want to say that during this thing and put that out there for him. You feel what I'm saying? Because he had a big journey before he left. And mm -hmm. he had a big mission before he left too of where he was going to take it. And a lot of us 
don't know about that. It has a lot to do with his name and that Hodge and what went on with him before he passed away. And before we reveal this to y'all, I just want to take a little small break and let y'all know this is what you call. Not the Bible, not no characters, not nobody floating in the sky. This right here is the revelations we was waiting for. It was written in the end that the sun will rise from the west. I am the sun and this is the west. Crip Jesus. Yeah. Dread the God of God. 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 Niggas ain't ready for revelations. This the Bible last few pages. This when God sit down with Satan. This the last secret of the Masons. This the moment Eve met the snake in. This the resurrection of your savior. This the last word to the nations. Beware of the bombs, they be detonating. I'm getting hands smoking bomb while a nigga waiting. For them to blow this bitch up and leave on a spaceship. I've been anxious. Waiting and waiting for all of my killers that stuck on plantations. You call that shit prison, we call that shit slavery. You cannot confuse me, these devils can't break me down. Hold up, we do not want reparations. Tell them devils, keep their pieces of paper. We want back the land, we want back our culture. We want them to get the fuck out of our faces. We want them to get the fuck out of our nation. Tired of catching these cases, the running, the chasing, the beating, the mason, the kicking, the tasing. The police say, hey, it's even the black ones is racist. They want to murder us all. That's cause they know we're the gun. We in the sky with the stars I'm do a lot, do a lot They wanna murder us all That's cause we young and we born This cause we shining so hard Cause we make the trap say amen Man, look at all these black faces You know we the lost tribe of Jacob They say gospel, they say Kurt Franklin It's the real nigga you been waiting It's the moment Goliath for the David This was written in the pyramid by the sages Niggas ain't ready for reparations There's someone in stole The white man flew out of space And he see faces carved In the plants like Mars The scripture of they face and lips was like ours You know the black man is God Arm, leg, leg, arm, head spells a lie Every time you see me make a wish I'm a star Yeah, yeah, that's a ball They wanna murder us all That's cause they know we're the gods We're in the sky with the stars I'm do a lot this cause we young and we born This cause we shining so hard Revelations All shall be revealed There is no beginning There is no ending This is just one part of it They wanna murder us all That's cause they know we the gun We in the sky with the stone I'm doing a lot They wanna murder us all This cause we young and we born This cause we shining so hard Malcolm X warned us about the media before he passed. But what he didn't tell us was that by any means necessary, and by the power invested in him that he put out into the world so unselfishly. You probably see his life and say, oh, man, that's sad compared to how we are. We want so much self-gratification so immediately all the time now. Who's ready to not eat all day and eat once a day? Who's ready to stop chasing, uh, you know, booty all day? You know what I mean? Who's ready to really read nonstop? You know what I'm saying? Who's really ready to travel the world but not travel the world going on vacation, eating barbecue and hopping off in hotels, having sex, but talking to different dignitaries and leaders to figure out how to free your people. He doesn't care about them saying, oh, we're free now. He wants real autonomy of self. He wants to be able to 
be supreme and live like a free human being who can define their own reality, as the brother Paul Meadow told us. Now, so what? What does that mean? How did he get here today? Well, the brother was so powerful in the community that they had to make a movie about him. And that movie changed a lot of things. Would you agree? Like that movie, like a lot changed after that movie, you know what I mean? And yeah. Oh, yeah. he was he was part of the culture a lot as far as hip hop. So I say with that movie and hip hop, when, when that movie come out? The 80s, right? We look up the exact year. No, it came it came out in the um 90s. It came out in the early 90s. Oh, okay. But um so yeah, that goes I mean, to the was, point that, that was, the Malcolm X was already big in hip hop. Mm-hmm. And that movie just kind of stamped it then. Right. Actually, hip hop was the reason why that movie was created because we were before the movie Malcolm X, people were coming with the X hats and all of that stuff like that, you know. And uh, I seen it, you know what I'm saying? Being a someone that was a child in the 90s, I seen it with the X hats and all that stuff like that, the cross colors and all that stuff like that. This is prior to the movie, this is prior to Malcolm X, the movie. So when the movie came out. You know what I'm saying? That was just further stand. That's why they go so hard with the programming in, in hip-hop now, and rap, rap neck right now, where they completely dumbed it down, completely made it this thing where pell-mells can compete in it. See, they couldn't, they couldn't, pell-mells couldn't compete in the hip-hop at that time because it wasn't dumbed down. It was Malcolm, because of that power of Malcolm, that transformative power that, you know, you have you know, Lord Jamar and all of these people like that are putting that putting it out there. Yeah. They were we cannot have this keep on happening because you see what I'm saying? Like he he I he, I remember when they used to like quote Malcolm. They used to like quote Malcolm. They used to quote Malcolm a lot like on the hip hop records. You would hear like his voice and you would hear like you know what I mean quotes from his speeches and stuff in, in the middle of mm-hmm. hip hop records back then. Oh god. Facts indeed. Now check this out. Let's show and prove. You feel what I'm saying? So here goes Spike Lee, the director of the X movie. Mm-hmm. There goes one of the hats just to show y'all. They, they even had jerseys, remember? The X jerseys. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I grew up in that. I grew up in that era, bro. Like, you know, I've seen the, the X caps and all that stuff like that and the fascination with Malcolm X. I was even prior to the 90s. You know what I'm saying? So we had all this fascination. We Everybody had to read the the autobiography of Malcolm X, you know what I'm saying? Like, we had that. Then people started coming with the X-Caps. Then, um, you know, Spike Lee was probably like, hey, what's going on? Let me make a movie. You know what I'm saying? Well, so, I, I, like, yeah. yeah. I dare so go back. I, 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 yeah. I go back to what you said when you you hit the nail on the head when you said it was because of hip-hop. Because let's go back to the roots of hip-hop. So you got New York in the 70s. You got mm-hmm. the guys, remember, of uh, uh, Father Allah, which is uh, yeah. he was a student of X. Uh, he had just got assassinated in '69, mm. right? So all through the '70s, it was a big push of his followers to get this out there, to stand on the corner and say, "I'm God," and wear the jewelry and the gold, and to, "Hey, brother, you up on this?" Now? They talked a lot about X. They loved X, and yeah. when they would when they, when they would form them ciphers and rap to each other and say peace and all that. They would talk a lot about X. That right. was a big thing for them. So. Yeah. I want to show you something. A, a sister watching. She said something that was cold. She said, because she, you know, she might be a little older than this. So she said, when I was growing up, no black families was talking about Malcolm X. And if they did, 
they were saying he was a bad guy. They always quoted Martin Luther King. So uh, I dare say that that's how she grew up. There was a divide. I'm pretty sure there was a lot of parents around where she was at that were involved with different movements that did rock with the Malcolm X. It's just that wasn't the mainstream. Yeah. You feel me? And I say it like this, you know, no disrespect, but I would have hated to live back then. I love the the fact that like people were coming up and they were saying like, you know, that was the thing. You know what I'm saying? And X really, if you talk about the nation of gods and earths, that was the one of the foundations of hip hop. So yep. this is like a whole movement that was essentially inspired by Malcolm X, you know what I'm saying, with Clarence 13, you know what I'm saying? Like, you had that whole movement that was inspired by X that came from a person that was studying under X, you know what I'm saying? And now this is the foundation of hip hop, yeah. you know what I'm saying? And, and you man, see right I mean, there, Magic Johnson, Michael, Michael Jordan. So even right. because hip hop being the culture of our people, it spread to even other facets of the black community. You dig what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. He was the face. I mean, like you said, he was the guy for the black community. You feel me? Yeah. Yeah. And so they they are the FBI, they're one of their secret tenants, or you know, their their secret mission statement is to stop the rise of a black messiah. So the FBI, that's their 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 secret, not so secret, I mean, you know, Jay Hoover said it right out of his mouth. But their unwritten mission statement is to stop the rise of a black messiah. You know what I'm saying? And they've been doing that. That's that's their main thing. That was, that's their main thing. They were created. They were created for Marcus Garvey. You know what I'm saying? The, the FBI was created because Marcus Garvey existed. You know what I'm saying? And then they that's a, that's 100 percent true. Uh, the FBI first first black FBI agent. I think his name was James Wormley. Uh, yeah, he was actually hired to infiltrate Marcus Garvey. Yep. And to, to, to go to bring it all together, y'all, Malcolm X's parents were Garveyites. A, a, lot of, a lot of what he did, like a lot, like how a lot of what we did is in, in the spirit of him, a lot of what he did was in the spirit of Garvey. Yep. Exactly. You feel what I'm saying? Now check this out. From the Divine Family. That's why I love the Divine Family. I mean, they're always building with us. Hoover was stated saying that they must stop the rise of a black messiah and said that Malcolm X could have been that person and that they didn't have an eye on MLK. Mm. Well, I know in Co in COINTEL Pro, that was, I believe, rule number four to stop the rise of a black messiah, which included MLK. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So now I want to ask y'all who wins the black messiah contest, y'all? I know a lot of people still quote. MLK and all that, but I feel like that's a generational thing, man. You know, but I'm gonna let y'all choose, man. I'm, I, I know y'all probably tired of this, but I'm gonna give y'all one more time for a 30 second run of who wins the Messiah contest between Martin Luther King and Malcolm X.
And I said James Wormley about the first uh, black FBI agent. His name is James Wormley Jones. Just in case anybody wanted to look it up, he had the Jones on it. Uh, okay. Somebody said King Malcolm. Oh, Lord have mercy. Okay, all right. Somebody else said X. I'm going to say, uh, you hit me, I hit your ass back, blah, blah, blah. Malcolm X. Check this out, y'all. Martin, because of Christian meaning. <laughs> Check this out, y'all. Forget what the meaning or the feeling is. Look at this. I've never seen anyone at all because oh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. No, we're going to deal with you later. You said MLK was realer in the end. Malcolm became more love than devil. No, 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 no. Malcolm went to Mecca and said he learned that through Islam, he, he seen he, he seen people, pink people, who weren't acting how they acted over here based on the fact that they were under a different culture there. Mm. And that was really how they embraced and treated him. And to say he loved him and all that, that's that's cap. That's why I went back to this picture and showed what, he, what name he died with and how he went. But beyond yeah. all that, but, but before we get to an argument about what he stood for and how he felt and all that, we're talking about Jesus, right? 2,000 years ago, right? We don't know how he felt. We don't know what he said. But we know that, that people walk around with chains on, idolizing him, right? To where you don't even know if that looked like him or not. You just know you see a guy with some hair on the chain. You're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay. So for our people, the only time that was done for our people is everybody looked and said, whoa. And oh, they, they understood that the person that was on the chain and all that. Stop playing with us, man. When Nipsey yeah. Hussle put Malcolm X on the gold chain, that's in the Smithsonian, Paul. Nipsey Hussle's gold chains with the diamond encrusted Malcolm X pendant is currently on display at the Smithsonian's National Museum of American History in Washington, D.C. Long live Nip. Y'all show me something like that about Martin Luther King. Then we can have that, then we can have that back and forth. Yeah. Just show me one piece of culture like that. Not no statue that the white people made. Something like that. Where a dude just wore a shirt or a chain, everybody knew. Stop playing. See, this all boils down to like how you said, making him the 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 standard, because a man who stands for nothing will fall for anything. These two men, and remember, he taught uh, Muhammad Ali. Yes. <sighs> yep. Come on. So the uh, what these men both did, they had they you know their own popularity their own world in their own right but what it was was about was standing on what elijah taught standing on islam standing on uh what they believed in as man standing on uh self-realization self-discipline self-mastery accountability you feel what i'm saying standing on uh perseverance and pride you know uh standing on all these things what they stood for you know i mean they stood on family you don't see videos of them Smacking girls on butts in, in clubs and smoking and all that, but saying I'm a family man. They stood on what they represent. They stood on what they spoke on. You feel me? And I think that's what we need now. A lot of the uh, examples for the youth aren't standing on anything. They come out and say one thing, come out and say another. They're about this, about that, about that, about this. Nothing of substance, you know? And that's really what we need now, you know? I feel like that's what Malcolm X Day is not for just us, for the world. You know, and this is why I wanted to read somebody had put this earlier about his uh, stand on human rights. 
right? Way earlier they put this, I was gonna wait for now to show it. They stand on human rights because human, uh, where is it at? Well, civil rights, what they, what they said about civil rights movement, civil rights, right? Civil rights are from your government. Human rights are from God. You understand? And that was the big difference in what Malcolm was pushing. He said, y'all talking about some civil rights because y'all begging y'all government to treat you right. You want the civil rights. He's saying certain things are a disgrace in the eyes of God, period. What they're doing to us is a human rights problem. And that's why well, a lot of people don't know why he really got assassinated. While he was overseas, he was linking up with a bunch of leaders to take the United States to court for human rights violations. Yeah, You feel what I'm saying? And one of his main mentors is somebody who they actually murdered and assassinated a couple days after him. A man, P.O. Gama Pinto. Yeah. When the African-American leader, Malcolm X, visited Kenya in 1959, he found he had a lot in common with Pinto. They planned a common strategy to deal with the daily humiliation and dignity suffered by both Africans and African-Americans. Malcolm X was assassinated on February 21st, 1965, three days before Pinto. Their murders are linked in that both were considered dangerous to vested interests. This is him. Uh, same mission, Af putting together the OAAU, Af Organization of African-American Unity. This is him in, uh, I would say, I believe, a uh, sedan. Malcolm X confers with friend Ahmad S I'm on 65 on the future of the organization for African American unity or Afro-African unity. Oh man, a personal friend of Malcolm X's was instrumental in getting the ex black Muslim to visit the colleges. Come on mm. now. And for y'all that don't know, this is the big six with Kennedy. I'm showing y'all to show y'all the difference. So while he was flying across the world to link up with the Africans, they want y'all to be docile and stay linked up with the Americans. See the difference here? This is why the word black is important. I know a lot of people want to bury the black and bury the African and say, I'm just Aboriginal and I'm a spaceship alien and I'm this and that. But when we get down to politics, who are we going to be in consolidation with? Who are we in solidarity with? Right. right. You need you need black people. You need black you need black people. There's they can't we called ourselves black way prior to us being labeled as so-called black. You know what I'm saying? Like we've always called ourselves black. I mean, hell, Kemet is literally called the land of the blacks. Osiris was the perfect black. If you look at the deities in India, there's numerous tributes to black in the language equivalent to whatever that was you know it was the same thing as what black is so we've called ourselves black from time immemorial a lot of people don't want to say black now because of different things they say the blacks law dictionary for for god's sake is the one that's saying don't say black because of the legal thing and who's law who's law we're the ones that called ourselves black and we've always called ourselves black you know what i'm saying so just on a just on a level like that you know what i mean when i say black i don't have to give you a i don't have to give you a history lesson 
or anything like that when I say that is by that word being so powerful, another term that Malcolm X used and another thing we had to get the language right, you know, just by that, I don't care if you, um, if you want to further identify yourself, yes, let's further identify ourselves with uh, the original people here. Let's further identify ourselves because as black people here in America, we are the amalgamy of all of these cultures. Out of many is one. Out of many, one. You know what I'm saying? Out of yeah. many nations, one. And that was a term that the Moors created. You know what I'm saying? That's on these coins and stuff like that. Out of many nations, one. You know what I'm saying? They were talking yeah. about black people here in America. We are the we are literally the amalgamy of the Africans, the native black people, the Asiatic black people, uh all of these all we're the amalgamy of all of that. So but you know what I mean when I say black. You there's no there's no second oh but what do you mean by that? You know exactly what I mean. And you know what I said what I mean when somebody is trying to portray like they're black and you say, I oh, don't he don't look black. You know exactly what I mean. I mean there's no there's nothing that I have to come and say again so you could kind of understand it and by that being that word being as powerful as it is that's exactly why it is of the utmost importance that we utilize it for our for political reasoning as well and i'll say this i want to say i want to say this i want to say two things i want to say that um malcolm x has the ability to, uh, you know, to transcend time as far as he's able to be from the past. You know, he's someone that we're talking about him like he was here. You know what I'm saying? He, yeah. How long ago did he die? You know what I'm saying? So he his his ability to transcend past shows his godlike power. And I want to say this. I want to say this just as the recognized prophet of black supremacy, it is my duty to canonize in the mind of black people, Malcolm X. Yes. As a, we, we talked about before, and I know you, I'm gonna give credit for you, St. Malcolm X, you know, mm -hmm. on that level. Oh yeah. St. <laughs> Malcolm, you know, he is, he is canonized in the black culture. You know, the, that, that defines you know, his spirit defines the, the 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 revolutionary thing that will change everything. So me as me being the recognized prophet of black supremacy, I canonize Malcolm X as Saint Malcolm in black supremacy. You know, that's that's who he is, you know what I'm saying? So that that's if there's if there's a somebody that you know you want your child to look to, you don't feel like he has a father figure. Don't see like you know, get him to steer him towards Malcolm X. You know what I'm saying? No, one hundred percent. And I want to say this because uh, uh, we gonna wrap it up. It's been about an hour and a half, right? And I want you to uh, you know, I'm gonna put you on the spot right now. I want you to make sure you know we run this up for this week, man. I want you to come on my live on my on my social media. All that. I'm, you got me inspired. That by you told me by any means. This remember yesterday you told me nigga I sent out a thousand texts for this. I said what? <laughs> I didn't know who I was talking to. I said, this nigga's serious. So I'm inspired. I'm ready to use any means necessary to get this out here. Yes, and it, we're going to start this off right now. I want y'all, I want y'all, everybody that's in here to hit the like button right now. Not for me, not for Paul, 
for Malcolm. So this thing can go and float around and more children, more women, more men will see this and we can get this day cracking. And, and before we go, I want y'all to hit the 777. 